Whoa, 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 Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. And influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. Hello to those that are uh, on the phone lines, those that are coming on in uh, from all of our broadcast stations. Hey, Facebook Live. Hey, Periscope Live. Hey, you YouTube Live. Hey, those from our mobile app and an Alexa device. We are so excited to have you joining us here um, today. Listen, it's going to be an amazing show today. I'm telling you, the energy in the virtual studio is already through the roof. Uh, I am so honored to have hanging out with us. I'm going to introduce her uh, right now, Tanya in Sloan's Esquire. Uh, she is an advocate for women in the marketplace, um, and she teaches women how to be power performers, whether you are an employee or an entrepreneur. And she does this through her company, Power Women Enterprise. Um, she has more than 17 years of career success in the Washington, D.C. halls of power. Uh, and listen, she has lived out the very formula shares with women nationwide. Um, she is known as the career maximization strategist, and she's here to give us all the juicy good nuggets today uh, on asking for asking for more. And listen, negotiation, you need these skills, entrepreneur, employee, boss, whatever, everywhere you need these skills. So keep it locked right here. Um, so this is what I want you to do. Jump on Facebook, jump on social media, tell them, hey, this is what I'm listening to. You need to come over and check us out, and you need to come over and check us out right, right now. And I know you're following me, uh, facebook.com slash Charvette. Twitter.com slash Charvette, uh, and Instagram is Charvette M. Thanks again for those that are hanging out on the phone lines. We see you, uh, and uh, Charvette.com. All right, so coming up to, to the mic right now, Tanya and Sloan. Welcome to the show, Tanya. Thank you so much for having me, Charvette. Oh, we are tickled pink to have you. Listen, anytime we can talk about how to get some more money, how to ask for some more money, uh, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> oh, yes. It's one of my favorite, favorite topics. Yeah, we can't run away from the money. We got we to gotta talk about the money. And so um, I'd love for you to share how you really have two great perspectives from the employee side, but also from the entrepreneur side. Uh, and so um, as an attorney and you had private, you were in private practice for a while, can you tell us a little bit about um, those years and things you kind of gleaned from that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I have to say that um, even from my teenage and college years, I just naturally gravitated towards business and corporate life. And that foundation really sort of carried me through my professional career. So I started out in college writing business plans for entrepreneurs while studying uh, business administration to be this corporate professional that I had dreamed of. So I really was focused on entrepreneurship um, as an individual and 
looking at how I could work inside of someone else's organization and move up the ladder. So those things really drove my individual career pursuits. Um, Initially going to law school, coming out of law school, working as a tax lawyer, and wouldn't you know, only three short years after entering the workforce that I decide that this entrepreneurial itch had to be scratched. (laughs) And so (laughs) it was was then um, back in around 2004 that while I was working my full-time job as a tax lawyer, I started my own law practice. And the rest really is history. I have um, had periods where I've strictly been an entrepreneur. I've had periods when I've strictly been an employee of someone else's. But now, um, as in other periods in my career, I am both an employee and I have my own business. I am loving every minute of it. Oh, and looking fabulous doing it as well. Looking <laughs> fabulous doing it as well. Um, thank you. Shout thank out you. to those. <laughs> Shout out to um, Sassy Jones Secret Society um, members, which we are both elite members of, that may be listening uh, yes. listening in for that. <laughs> so, I, yes. And I love this because you really bring um, both of these per- perspectives together. And so um, mm-hmm. as we start thinking about um, the, people's careers, and uh, certainly, you know, mm-hmm. everyone that listens to the show is not an entrepreneur, some some have that aspiration. Some are dualpreneurs. But um, a lot mm-hmm. of people have a career. And so how did the career maximization strategies come about? You know, um, it really felt very natural from various roles that I've played throughout my career. Um, initially, it just being the result of my business studies in college, just talking to my classmates about how they can both perform better on their jobs and even having like a side hustle, you know, on the college campus. And then mm-hmm. from there, I found myself in professional organizations beginning to encourage women, specifically with regard to faith, to, like, go for that dream that's deep down in them. Um, From there, moved on to answering the call to be uh, a minister. Again, encouraging people with regard to faith that you can be everything God intended for you to be. You can do everything that God purposed in your heart. You can live out that dream. All the while, I also was an adjunct professor. College students um, and graduate students in particular, I was teaching them, um, you know, during our classes, but then they would always pull me to the side to ask me for career advice. That's one of the standard tasks that a college professor has. And so mm-hmm. all of these pieces were acting together Row after row, I just kept um, counseling and encouraging people with regard to their career and finally decided to really get serious, get some specific training to help me be this career coach that I really had been, you know, without even really realizing it all those years. And here I am today, like focusing my business efforts there. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you actually are on Facebook Live like just about every day. Um, So what types of things are you talking about on Facebook Live? Well, you know, Charvette, I have to be honest, like 
something has come over me this year where I am just <laughs> sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of encountering women who don't have the resources, and I have decided that I have to do more to help more women. So mm-hmm. out of that, um, I developed this Power and Pearls career series that really has four, or excuse me, three facets to encourage women. The first you mentioned, which is the Facebook Lives. Everyone needs a little bit of motivation when they're getting up every morning, Monday through Friday. Um, We don't always feel as energetic as you and I are this evening talking to one another. (laughs) Right. But I feel like I have an extra dose, so I have to share that in the morning. And then secondly, I'm expanding the the series to do webinars individual trainings to give women knowledge for free to help them maximize their potential. The first webinar is this Thursday. And then the final piece is me launching the Power and Pearls Pearl Accessory Boutique for Career Women, just so that Mm. women can have a little piece of jewelry, an accessory, a bracelet, anything that reminds them throughout the day that they have the power to be everything they believe that they can be. Threefold series. Oh, my goodness. Big things popping for Tanya Sloan for 2019. Yes. 2020 yes. is not going to know what hit it because you're you going to tell you you breaking the brakes <laughs> off in 2019. Uh, if you just tuned in, hey, you're checking out the Starvet Missile Radio Show. Welcome for all those that are coming in on Facebook Live, uh, those that are listening from my uh, Facebook group. Hey, girl, hey. Uh, how y'all doing? You are listening and checking it out. Uh, Tanya Sloans, I've tagged her on Facebook. Uh, Tanya, on Twitter and Instagram, how can they follow you? Um, they can follow me at Tanya Sloans on all social media platforms, and as well they can follow me on Facebook at Power Woman Enterprise. Oh, right there you go. And so I know that you are um, you are really driven by the need to overcome underemployment. Can you define mm-hmm. what underemployment is and kind of what the the problem is that we're we're dealing with in this in today's society around underemployment? Sure, um, sure. That underemployment, really, in its simplest terms, is just having a level of employment that doesn't fulfill the heights of your potential or your capacity, um, whether it be it, there being a lack in the area of opportunity to express your skills and abilities, abilities or a lack of the income that you are qualified to earn. Either one of those factors really amount to someone being underemployed. Mm. And is there a gap, uh, and this is a rhetorical question, but is there a gap for women, between women and men in this space? Um, I, think there, I think there is a gap. Um, I don't mm-hmm. want to um, make it seem as if the brothers have everything going on. Some of the brothers experience underemployment, but more commonly it's women. And it's women specifically because we're not asking for all of the opportunities that we're capable of um, actually attaining. And a lot of times we just don't have the confidence to go for it. That's not necessarily the case with men. Oftentimes, Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, a man (laughs) may not have the qualifications, but he has the ego and the confidence to ask anyway. 
So some of us women are just a little bit behind the curve um, and suffering from underemployment and pay inequality that men just across the board aren't dealing with. Mm, which is perfect a perfect a thing um, that you're dealing with in Thursday's webinar. Um, the title is Ask for More webinar, Ask for More, How to Negotiate Your Salary at Work. And, again, this is a part of the Power and Pearls career series um, sponsored and hosted by and taught by Tanya and Sloan Esquire. Uh, you can find out the information on Facebook. I tagged her. It's on her page, a very easy connection point. Um, and those um, also that are on Twitter and other places um, that are checking us out, um, you can find the information from all of the connection points we have there. All right, so um, I'm glad that you are uh, helping in this space and, and that you brought up the point about um, confidence, and I have definitely seen the statistic. It was something like um, men; it, they only need to be like 30% confident before they apply mm -hmm. for a new job or go for a new uh, for a promotion. And women feel mm -hmm. we have to feel 75 to 85% confident before we yes. go after it. So, um, confidence yes. does matter. Whoa! Yes. How can we? How can you raise confidence? What's like one small tip, just to, in general, just to boost people's confidence? Well, I think part of um, it is emotional. I think mm. oftentimes as women, we depend a little too heavily on how we feel. You can know that you can be in certain instances, let's say with your best friend, and your best friend hasn't called you, you know, in a couple of days. You might feel like, oh, my God, is my best friend mad at me? But in reality, right. it may not be that your best friend is mad at you. It may just be that your best friend is busy and has some things to do. So even though you are feeling that your best friend is mad, it doesn't mean the best friend actually is. And it's the same way when it comes to confidence. Sometimes as women, we depend too heavily on how we feel. We may not feel qualified. We may not feel like we can do it, but the reality could be very different. It could be that we actually, right where we are, do have everything we need in order to apply for the new job, in order to apply yes. for the promotion. But when we focus on the emotional aspect, it leaves us stuck and afraid to ask. So just by recognizing the fact that your emotions don't always tell you the facts, that can instantaneously raise confidence. You just have to get the courage to do it, to ask, pursue anyway. All right, Pursue. Anyway, I am loving this. Listen, we're going to take a very quick commercial break, and then when we come back, Tanya, I'd love for you to just a sneak peek, just just one or two or three uh, negotiation tips. So uh, let's talk about negotiation tips for those that are, A, going into a um, an interview and it's a brand-new job, and then maybe another spin on that are people that are within a current company. Um, actually, I want three mm -hmm. spins. In a current company, and they're mm -hmm. trying to move up, and that could be laterally or going up the ladder. And then I also want to hit maybe some negotiation tips for entrepreneurship because really – as an entrepreneur, you, you don't hang that negotiation skill up on the shelf. Like, you still need it. So um, mm -hmm. we're going to tackle all that 
when we come back yes. from a uh, quick commercial break. And, again, welcome to all those that are tuning in. This is Charvette Mitchell. You're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. And we're here in our interview with Tanya Sloan. We'll be right back. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Join us for the 17th Annual James River Writers Conference happening at the Greater Richmond Convention Center Saturday, October 12th and Sunday, October 13th with master classes starting Friday the 11th. This conference is an annual gathering in Richmond, Virginia that attracts prize-winning authors and highly regarded editors and literary agents from around the country to share their wisdom about writing and publishing. Register today at jamesriverwriters.org, and we will see you October 12th and October 13th at the Greater Richmond Convention Center. Find out more at jamesriverwriters.org. Knowing your breath can save your life. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right, all right. Welcome back to the Radio Show. We're chatting it up here with Tanya Sloan, Esquire, a career maximization strategist, advocate for women in the marketplace. Uh, she's teaching women all over uh, how to be power performers, both as employees and entrepreneurs. And so I'm bringing uh, Tanya back up to the mic um, because I just want to uh, get just a couple of nuggets around negotiation. And so, um, Tanya, let's first talk about the person who is um, pursuing a new new career, new job with a new company. They're in the interviewing process. What's a one or two negotiation tips you could share? Sure, no problem. Um, I think one of the most important things for beginners to understand is that just because you make a counter offer, it doesn't withdraw the original offer. And what mm. I mean by that is, is when a company offers you a job, they say, hey, we want you to come in and we're going to pay you $80,000. And you as a newbie feel like, oh, my God, I really want to get in the company. I don't want to rub them the wrong way by asking for more money or making a counter offer. So you just accept the $80,000. But the way things really work in human resource departments is even if you counter offer and say, actually, I'm looking for $85,000, worst case scenario, if they say no to the $85,000, the $80,000 offer is still on the table. It's not withdrawn just because you asked for a different amount. And I think if beginners understood that foundational principle in mm -hmm. negotiating an offer of employment, 
it would give beginners more courage to negotiate in the first place. The worst thing that can happen is that they say no, and then you're just stuck with the $80,000 offer that you, you know, wanted in the first place. So that's a really big tip. I feel like in coaching, I'm amazed at how many women don't understand that foundational principle. You know what? It's the conditioning of society. You know, it's really all of our, I think, really all is. of our conditioning um, that we we mm-hmm. shouldn't ask for more, um, or you know, how mm-hmm. dare you ask for more? You know, and all all of mm-hmm. those things. So I love that taking that fear. See, that's what that is. Taking the fear out is okay. The eighty thousand is still yeah. going to be on on the table. It, they're not going yeah. to take that away if they wanted to hire you. It's still going to be there. They still want you. Yes. Yes, and then another tip that I would share, um, whether you're a beginner or you're someone who has been in your industry for a while, I would say always make a counteroffer. Always, mm. always, always make a counteroffer. The reason being is because when organizations set up their budget for um, salaries and they bring in a candidate that they want to hire, they never, they never, they never, they never offer the maximum amount that they can, they can pay that individual. It's one of their foundational rules in employment offers. You never offer the maximum amount that you're able to pay. Sometimes employers will present the offer as if this is what the position pays, as if it is a um, figure that's set in stone. But in reality, what they really mean is that this is the amount that is comfortable for us to pay you. Nine times out of 10, the organization has a little bit of money at least left in their budget for flexibility because if they really want you, they're they're, they're going to want to give you the additional money if that's what you, you are asking for. So just know that you have nothing to lose when it comes to making a counteroffer. The worst thing that can happen is that they say no. But nine times out of 10, there is more money available. Even if it's only $1,000, $5,000, it can mean a big difference over your lifetime earnings. So you want to go for the counteroffer. All right. Hashtag ask for more. That is why Tanya's yes. having a webinar that you've got to get in on hashtag ask for more. And so does the same apply, kind of the same guidelines apply um, if someone is in a company and they're looking to move up laterally, up the ladder, all of that? Do you have any different guidance or is it about the same guidance? Um, I think it's 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 about the same, but the difference is going to be that people think that, hey, whatever level I came into the organization at is the level I have to stay at and that I have mm-hmm. to move up the ladder at this predetermined pace. And that's not actually the case. I mean, more and more organizations are realizing that they have really broad pay disparities between men and women, for example. And some companies want to fix that, but why should they if the individual has been with the company for a while and they're not complaining about the salary, if they're not asking for more, why would they automatically give them more, even if the person sitting right next to them is doing the same job and earning substantially more? 
It's about asking. So um, even if you've been with the organization for a while, don't be afraid to ask if you know that you are not being paid either what you're worth or you're not being paid on par with your colleagues. You want to make sure that you speak up and ask. Um, Traditionally, individuals who've been uh, with the company will have performance reviews periodically, sometimes every six months, sometimes every year. The performance review is an ideal time to address your salary concerns. I wouldn't wait to the day of my performance review to ask, but maybe three months before your performance review, you ask to meet with your manager and say, I'd like to talk to you about my salary and a raise that I believe I've already earned. That gives your manager and the organization time to work on meeting your salary needs in time for the performance review. And then, Charvette, remember this. The performance review is not just an opportunity for the company to evaluate your performance, but oftentimes companies ask you to do a self-assessment, and they may Mm -hmm. even ask you to assess your supervisor and those sorts of things. So it's an opportunity for the employee to engage the conversation and to present his or her perspective of what is happening in the employment relationship. That is the perfect time for someone who's already in an organization to ask for a raise. Oh, this is good, y'all. This is so good. Um, Listen, shout out to Kelly Elmore, who's listening in from Tokyo. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for listening in. Um, oh, my goodness. This is so good, Tanya. Um, and hello to all those that are in all of our streaming, Facebook Live, Facebook groups, all that good stuff. You are hearing from the career maximization strategist. Now, I know some people, and we're going to get to the entrepreneurs in our, in our last little bit of time here, but I know that there are some people that are going to sign up for the webinar and all of that, but do you also um, consult and coach one-on-one? I do. I do offer opportunities to coach with me one-on-one. I'm actually working with a couple of clients now. And individuals can just um, inbox me, reach out to me on my social media platforms, go to my website, IamPowerWoman.com, and um, they'll have to do an initial screening just to see if we are a good fit for one another. But those are the most those are very um, valuable parts of my business where I work with women one, one-on-one to help them craft a plan to reach their ultimate career goal. Oh, this is good. This is good. And so we're not going to leave out um, entrepreneurs. And so that negotiation piece, how does that play into um, and any tips you might have around negotiation in the entrepreneur space? Oh, sure. You know, um, surprisingly, the principles are pretty much the same. Um, Even as an entrepreneur, whether or not you're engaging with someone to um, retain their services or if you are looking to provide your service um, to someone else in the marketplace, number one, don't be afraid to counteroffer. If someone says, yes, I will provide this service for you at X rate, and that's not an ideal rate for you. Don't be afraid to counteroffer. But then another um, tip that entrepreneurs need to be aware of that's the same for employees as well is is you need to do your research. Research Mm -hmm. the cost of the service or product 
that is the subject of your negotiation, you need to research it so that you know what the standard is in the industry. If I am someone who is offering career coaching services in Washington, D.C., and the average career coach charges $100, but I'm only charging $5, then I'm leaving money Ooh. on the table, and I'm, I'm not going to negotiate effectively for my value in the marketplace. But if I've done the research and I know that $100 for coaching is the standard in the practice, then I know that not only can I raise my price to $100, but I can make sure that I'm giving suitable services that the industry requires to meet that $100 price point. It's the same. Yes, I love Entrepreneur, it. It's the same. Yes. Entrepreneur or employee, do your research, counteroffer, know what your value is. All right, and I just want to put a disclaimer, listeners, that $100 was just an example. That is, um, we're not saying that career coaches, <laughs> that's the rate. We're, that was just an example just to, to, you know, to, to spell that out for you guys. But I, I am a proponent of consumers doing their due diligence, checking things mm -hmm. out. I, I actually even said this in a Facebook story um, the other day. I am a proponent. Do your due diligence. Employee, mm -hmm. entrepreneur, do your due diligence. Um, so my last and yeah. final question for you, uh, as we begin to uh, wrap up, and again, thanks for all those that are listening in on all of our streaming platforms. Um, we here at the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show have a goal um, to motivate, excite, and influence, and we want to know what continues to motivate you. Charvette, it is completely and 100% my relationship with God. That yeah. is the source of my energy, of my strength, of my refreshing every day, but it's also my relationship with God that directs me in my business. Um, back in 2012, God gave me this vision for Power Woman Enterprise. It would be an organization that um, helped create and mold corporate women who were not just successful, but Christians who are shining lights in the marketplace wherever they went. And it's really been that light that has influenced my career path and that is the real source of my Power and Pearls career series. And because God is the ultimate source, how could we possibly run out of energy, Charvette? How could we possibly? Yes. <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> So yeah, that's how I yeah, can get up so and well get on said. Facebook Live every morning. God is my energy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And um, and looking smashing as well because the pearls and the power and all of that is just tied in together. One more time, let listeners know um, how all of the connection points, how they can connect with you online and, and all of that good stuff. Yes, you can find me on all social media platforms at Tanya Sloan, T-O-N-Y-A-S-L-O-A-N-S. -S. You can also check me out on my website, IamPowerWoman.com, and you also can follow me on my Power Woman Enterprise Facebook page. You can find me all those places. All right, there you have it. Well, it has been an honor and a pleasure, pleasure to have you here, and you dropped so much good nuggets, uh, so many good nuggets, um, but so that lets us know that there's so much more uh, value that we can glean from your webinar and your services. So uh, thank you so much for stopping by the show. I know. Thank you so much, Charvette, for having me. It is such a pleasure and a complete honor to share with you.
Oh, thank you, thank you. All right, listeners, that is a wrap for today's show. Uh, as always, check back um, next week. We have more phenomenal and outstanding guests. Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Charvette, and uh, check us out at Charvette.com. Peace and love. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.